front end, the dash nearly crushed against me. I'm not upright, but tilted forward, as if my Audi, once it broke its nose, couldn't regain its balance. It means I have to work doubly hard to unpin myself from the accordionized space between my seat and the steering wheel and collapsed dash. Airbag. The excess mass wraps around my arms, tangles up my hands, and I curse it. I finally wiggle my way sideways from between the driver's seat and the dash. I collapse, panting heavily, onto the center console. Legs work, arms too. Smoke. Do I smell smoke? I suffer an immediate bolt of panic. Smoke. Screams. Fire. Vero. 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 No. I catch myself. No smoke. That was the first time. How many times can a woman die? I'm not sure. It's a blur in my head, from the smell of wet earth to the heat of flames, all separate and yet together. Only one thing matters, has ever mattered. Vero. I must save Vero. Back seat. I have to get to the back seat. The windshield is shattered, but also the moonroof, hence the inside rain. My once gorgeous, relatively new and luxurious Audi Q5 crossover SUV has been shortened by at least a foot, if not two. The front end, sustaining the worst of the impact, and the front doors, most likely too warped to open. But the back appears to be relatively intact. Vero... Vero, Vero. I realize for the first time I am wearing gloves, or used to be wearing gloves. The glass has shredded them into large, bloody flaps that hinder my movements. I wrestle the first one off, then the second, then jam them self-consciously in my pants pocket. Can't toss them on the floor. That would be littering. And I treat my car better than that. Used to treat my car better than that? My head hurts so damn much. I want to curl up in a ball and sleep and sleep and sleep. But I don't. I can't. Vero. I rummage right, then left, fingers fumbling in the dark. But I find nothing. No one. I search and search, first the back seat, then, more shakily, the floor. But no small body magically appears. What if... She could have been thrown, tossed from the airborne vehicle. The car had tried to fly, and maybe so had Vero. Mommy, look at me, I'm an airplane! What have I done? What have I done? What have I done? I must get out of the vehicle. Nothing else matters. Vero, I must save her. I drag myself by the elbows from the front of my crumpled car to the back. Then, a sharp turn for the rear passenger's door. But it won't open. I yank the handle, smearing blood. I shove against the door. It won't give. One other exit. The way back, rear cargo hatch. Moving again, painfully slow as the pain in my head turns to nausea in my stomach. And I know I'm going to vomit but I don't care. I have to get out of this car.
I have to find Vero. The puke, when it comes, is a thin liquid spew that smells of expensive single malt and a long night's regret. I drag myself through the heinous puddle and keep going. First lucky break. The collision has jarred the rear hatch open. I push it the rest of the way up, then I drag myself out with my arms and belly flop onto the ground. Mud, soft and oozing, eases my fall. I roll over, panting from the pain, the force of my exertions, the hopelessness of my situation. I'm tired again, fatigue, crushing and deep. I could just lie here. Help will come. Someone who saw the accident heard the crash, or maybe someone will miss me. Someone who cares. An image of a man's face pops into my mind but is gone before I can catch it. The road appears to be...